Oh yes, I'm excited. Uh, welcoming you to another uh, episode of A New Blast. Where we talk uh, majorly about our mental health. I'm Philomena Mweze, and today I have with me Quinell. Quinell Essien is a lawyer and a mental health advocate. Interesting, doesn't it sound like it? Welcome. How are you? Thank you very much. I'm doing very well. It's good to and have you. And I'm so happy you. to be here. Yes. So now, today we're going to be talking about mental health at the workplace. Mental health. It's all very interesting to me. You know, and I'm itching to listen to you as you share with us. What has mental health got to do with our workplace? We're working. Talking about it. mental health. So. Okay, so um, when we talk about the workplace, I like to dive a little more into that place. And I like to, I know I like to talk about why do we live? I mean, why am I alive? If you have nothing doing, then you don't really have anything to look up to when you wake up in the morning. So work is that thing that makes you wake up in the morning and then get yourself active. And you look at the fact that we spend out of 24 hours, we spend up to 18 hours or more at the workplace. Your life is revolving around work. And as a person with your physical health and your mental health, you know, without without your without being in a healthy state of mind, your productivity is definitely going to be good. So when you talk about the workplace and you talk about mental health, they are close. In fact, they are intertwined. You can't separate those things because if you're not healthy, then your productivity is definitely going to be good. So that's why it's essential to discuss issues around mental health issues around mental illness, issues around everything that embodies mental health in the world. So, mental, our mental health or mental status affects our inputs at work? Yes, yes, definitely. You know, it's when you're mentally healthy, you're able to cope with the normal stresses of life. And the normal stresses of life and the productivity as well. So how are you going to... How would you be able to make an impute at the workplace if you're not mentally healthy? So you need to, these are conventions that should not be overlooked. These are conventions that should be encouraged, looked into, you know, even having like health insurance. We have health insurance, for instance, for our physical illnesses, but you see in most organizations, there's nothing like that for your mental health. And you know how it's easy for me to come in now today. I come into work and I'm saying, oh, I'm having a headache or my legs are broken. But I can't show up at work and say, oh, I, I couldn't show up at work because I'm depressed. You know, people would definitely like. So for situations where someone is having an excessive mood disorder and is unable to work at the office, and you can't really call your boss and tell them that, oh, I'm having this, I'm, 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 I'm going through so and so. and issues bordering on mental health. So people would rather lie that they have something else other than a mental illness just to stay on work. So it's 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 very essential for us to discuss these issues and you know prioritize them at the workplace. Some people also stay off work because of uh, the difficult boss or very impossible colleagues they have. What do you say about that? 
okay, so this is this is the same thing we are talking about, you know. When, when the work environment is not is not is is toxic, I don't know who wants to live in that kind of environment. Even like with your relationship with friends, if you're in a toxic work environment, you're not going to produce as much as you would have because everywhere is toxic. So when you have a boss who doesn't know how to communicate, for instance, okay, I'm gonna give. I like to you know I like to tell I like to tell stories like you know share some very. Uh, some some experiences that I have been through. I remember a time in my work when I was I didn't I didn't even know I was burnt out. I didn't know it was it I was instead of burnt out. So I just didn't want to work anymore. All I wanted to do was I just wanted to resign. I didn't even prepare everything. In fact, I wrote I wrote about it. I compared my work to a boring chore that you know like an abusive husband, a boring chore that I was doing. I couldn't get get I, I I couldn't let go, but then I couldn't I didn't know what to do because I needed the money, but I had to be there. And you know how you get to that state, and you're no longer. I couldn't do so much. I was showing up at work, but I wasn't doing anything. I mean, I was doing so little. I could compare to when I was, you know, the environment was perfect for me to 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 thrive. I could compare it to that period, and I see that my work my my work input was lessened, and. I realized that okay, it was when I had to talk to a psychologist that I realized that I was this was me in a state of burnout because no ideas, I had no ideas, nothing at all. And if it was an environment that was, you know, at the time, if it was an environment that was healthy enough, I think I should have been able to talk about something like this. But at that time, it wasn't. So this is why we need to have an environment that these conversations are heard and are prioritized. So, how do we take this to workplaces? Mental health mm. conversations. Yes. Okay. So, when we talk about, so first of all, having we when we talk about talking about mental health in the workplace, we will start by having these things are not far fetched. In a workplace, for instance, communication is something that we thrive on in a workplace. So, some persons will not like to be conversed or directed in certain ways. You and there are ways you can actually relate with your colleagues at work. So you see, you're trying to send in a message, and you, you know, you're, you're, you as a HR, for instance, when you're very dismissive of your employer, employee, it's a problem because she can't, he or she cannot communicate with you, cannot tell you what is happening or what is going on, and so it's, it becomes unhealthy for them. You know, that's one, and then. That's why it's, it's good to encourage, you know, having meetings, coming together, having social events like retreats, for instance, you know, you have situations where the, the bosses, the employer and the employees are able to come together once in a while, they talk about issues, you know, it can even be something of work, situations where they found difficulty and how they're able to overcome it. They encourage things like this. Having all those meetings, you know, going on retreats, having like retreats, encouraging people to go and leave. In some organizations, we see that there, there, there's nothing like paid leave. And you know, when you, pay, when you pay people to go and leave, you're helping them. They're going back there, going back to, they're going to relax, recreate, and you know, come back and they're all fresh. That's why it's essential for employers to look into situations of this sort, you know, creating um, social events off work. Those are things, conversing, you know, checking in on the employees, seeing what is going on. And then in situations where you see that 
maybe a, a fellow employee is is you know they are getting have no disorder or things are getting and um, they are not uh, reproducing as, as much as they should have that's why we have human the human we have a human resource manager in every organization these are things that they're supposed to be looking into and i mean for some offices that require a lot of your time there should be there should be a recreational center you know have a recreational center where at some point in, in, in your work time, you could just go there and maybe exercise or relax, you know. And then people should ensure that they take in their breaks seriously, you know. Most people would always want to push their breaks for a longer time, or they'll be like, okay, let me just finish all the work I have to do so that I can take the break later. No, there's a need for you to have that one hour break or 30 minutes break when you get to eat, when you get to relax. So, those times where you have those break periods, it's essential that you take them. And those times, I mean, you, when you see that you're no longer able to, you're not processing things right, take a break, relax, don't strain yourself too much because it's necessary that you balance, you know, you have a work-life balance. It's very essential because without that, how are you able to, you know, um, reproduce as much as you would have? So those are, those, are, those are things that we should really, really consider when we're talking about how we can help, you know, um, spread the, the news about mental health. Well, you can only go on break if your boss allows you to mm. go on break. You know that. Yeah. Some places, some workplaces, there's nothing like break. Then what do you have to say about, you know, you don't give what you don't have. Yeah. Now you're happy, you left home only to get to the office and feeling deprived because of uh, your boss, some of your colleagues and all. Some bring family issues. Mm. You know, you are coming from a very uh, happy family uh, setting. Then someone else is coming with, you know, maybe she has a, a trouble, a troublesome uh, a spouse or whatever is troubling her or him at home, and brings it to the office and lashes it on you. So how do you handle such things? Okay, so um... but it gets on you. It gets on you. So I'm trying to understand this question clearly. Like, are you referring to a situation where an em em employee brings in their family issues to the office? Yes. Transferred aggression. Yes. So yes, this this is, I I don't know if you can separate any of these things. That's why we have when you have a healthy work setting in an office, it's easy for you to even interact with your co-workers. You know, you're able to talk to them about to it. share with them yeah, your problem. It depends on when it comes to that. I mean, there's no hard and fast rule around it. That's why it's it's very essential that we promote a healthy work environment. Because I mean, we have friends in our workplace. There are people that we actually connect with more. That's the truth. Sure. You have sure. that friend that you connect mm -hmm. with, and so there are even persons that you're even closer to in the office than others. And so, like, when you would notice when someone had had a particular pattern of life or pattern of relationship or relating with others and then at a point everything just ceases. You can tell that something is really, really wrong or something is going on. But if in a, in a, in a situation where everything works out, because I believe that every organization should have a counseling unit, every organization should have that break. There's a need, that is it's very essential to have break periods. You cannot work for five or six hours at a stretch. Okay, let's everybody do it. We do it nine to five now. So you cannot walk all throughout the street. Are you not going to use the restroom? You need, you need to eat. Imagine 
going to work and then your employer says you don't need to stand up from here. All you need to do is just sit straight and work from the from the beginning of that time to the end. It doesn't work that way. I don't know of any I don't know of an organization that that policy is is stringent. I'm not sure that there's any policy like that in an organization because I believe that every work environment, every healthy that's the word, every healthy work environment, every healthy work environment should have break periods. They should have, you know, they should have they should you should be able to approach your, your human resource manager to talk to them about certain things that are not going okay and then you should be able to have that listening here and that's the, the essence of having a human resource manager. So in a situation where you're going through a stressor that is from home, I mean you cannot separate the person from any other thing. That's the thing. So life stressors will come in different forms. It could be from now we are having fuel scarcity issues. There's no light. There are different stressors that can affect your work, but a healthy work environment that you know that 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 prioritizes your mental health. There are there are rooms where these things are not they are not being suppressed, but you're able to, regardless of whatever is going on, there's, there's a safe environment for you to still thrive regardless of whatever stressors. But then when when you're going through things you know other stressors outside work, and then you're coming into a work environment and it's even magnified then. It's just like a clash, clash of the titans or whatever I want to call it at this moment. So like, when you go through things and then you're coming into the office and it's a healthy work environment, it will be easy for you to, you know, talk to someone about it and move forward afterwards. For what we've been talking about, it's actually good to have a cordial working relationship. And uh, also, I don't know how you, how you, what's your take about this? If I know you to be a happy person and all of a sudden you know there's this uh, behavior or attitude it, I, I guess it's in place I walk up to you because I'm, I'm kind of sharing your problem and kind of uh, easing off whatever is being bottled up in you is that not in place um, I yeah. must not wait for you because you may you may not want to come and share anything with me you know some people just want to Keep to themselves. Yeah. What if I come to you because we've always related well, mm. and now you're not, you know, putting up any, you know, happy or cheerful countenance, mm. and and I come to you. you know, I noticed for some time now, you know, I think I think that should also help you mentally. Yeah. Because someone is sharing, someone has noticed you. Yeah. That's why it's nice for us to be kinder and sensitive. I mean, it's not everyone that sensitive enough to the feelings of others that's the truth and there's also this thing where you cannot just walk up to someone and you need to have maintain a working relationship with them for you to be able to for them to be comfortable enough to tell you what they are going through so i want just for example so for example you know for some you know okay i have for example someone that you haven't seen in a whole while you know they, they, they've always been social and all of a sudden they're all into themselves, isolated, they just want to spend their time all by themselves, they don't want to talk to you anymore. And let's say you've never really cared to, you guys have never had a cordial relationship in the past. It will be difficult for you to even walk up to them to ask them. Because like, why are you all up in my business? Like, I don't know you, I, I don't talk to you in this manner, so I might not be comfortable enough to talk to you. But in a situation where you guys have always had that cordial relationship, you've been relating in the past and all, it will be easy for them to open up. And sometimes, I mean, as individuals, we don't just want to 
bother somebody else with our problems because we feel they might not understand us where we are coming from. But it's it, you know, but you have to you have to provide that safe space by letting them know that you know what, regardless of what is going on, whenever you want to talk, I might not be able to help you out of this situation, but I'm but I but I mean I will always be listening and just being that kind enough, you know, to 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 send that encouraging word and making them feel like know that they are not alone in whatever they are going through is just enough because I mean most times when people go through things it's literally because they feel like they're all by themselves like this thing I'm the only one facing this thing in the entire world and nobody cares nobody understands me anymore but love when you show love to someone when you make them know that you you can be there for them or you care enough they'll be very happy to open up to you that's something that I know that's it's um, unifying everyone. Oh well, we need to communicate about the pain we suffer and uh, listen to one another in order to heal. And on this note, I will say thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Till we we'll meet you again next week on another interesting uh, edition of this podcast.